by the storms of life, praise God, but to ride over the storms of life and to be victorious, praise God. We live in perilous times. There are challenges in every end. And it seems as if the world is going out of control. Even if the world is going out of control, a child of God should come to a place of acknowledgement that God is in control. God is in control of our lives. God is in control of the affairs of men. Praise God. The reins might the reins that are in the hands of men might snap out of their hands when men think that they are in control. Overnight they might feel and realize that they are not in control. When they feel that the world is going crazy, the world that they had steady is rocking. You and I need to know that let the world rock. But the people of God and the children of God are steadfast on the rock. When God pulled us out of the mighty clay, he put our feet on the rock to stay. Praise the Lord. And not only to stay, but the Bible says he has given us a new song in our mouth. Praise be unto our God. When everything around you is rocking, when everything around you is shaking, remember God has placed you on the rock to stay firm and to celebrate the victory of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Yes, God wants us to know that he is in control of our lives. Praise God. We reminded the church yesterday last the week before that holy spirit is god is not just just um a force is not just simply an influence don't ever refer to the holy spirit as it but he is a person holy spirit is god hallelujah god the father god the son god the holy spirit Praise God. They are one, yet they are distinct in their roles. And you see the distinction in their roles in both the creation and in the redemption of man. So we said, Holy Spirit is God. He is co-equal to God the Father, God the Son. He is co-eternal with God the Father, God the Son. And they are co-existing. Okay. So we said how important it is for Holy Spirit to be in our lives. When we see the life of Jesus, we see how Jesus was empowered by the Holy Spirit. Okay? We're going to run by it very fast. We see it said, Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit, anointed by the Holy Spirit for the service. Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit. And we said that Jesus was crucified in the power of the Holy Spirit raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, and Jesus gave commandment to the apostles and the church through the Holy Spirit. Praise God. So we see the role of Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus. Praise God. If so, we who are the children of God, 
we who are the disciples of Jesus, we who are the followers of Jesus, how much we need to lean on the Holy Spirit and be led by the Holy Spirit, be anointed by the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit, energized by the Holy Spirit, enriched by the Holy Spirit, and be influenced by the Holy Spirit so that we can become everything that God wants us to be and everything that God intends to do in us and through us can be fulfilled. Praise the Lord. Now, because God has given us the Holy Spirit to us, that doesn't mean that we can sit around inactive, that we can sit around passive, but we need to know the Holy Spirit does not work instead of us or in spite of us, but in us and through us. God wants to work in and through us. Praise God. The Holy Spirit works through the body of Christ. What is the body of Christ? Who is the body of Christ? The church is the body of Christ. You and I are the instruments that the Holy Spirit uses to influence the world, to touch the world, to evangelize the world, to become witness in the world, to impact the world, to direct the world to Jesus. Praise God. So we need to yield ourselves to him. So we're going to move into the next part. John chapter 16, verse 12 to 14, when we read, this is how it goes. It says, I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Praise the Lord. He will show you things to come. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Now, isn't this wonderful to know that Jesus, praise God, he's telling his disciples, there are so many things that I have to share with you, but you are not in a place where you can bear them, where you cannot, where you can grasp them, where you can comprehend them and understand. But he, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. Praise God. Hallelujah. God knows our capacity. God knows how much we can take and when we can take. Praise God. And God knows how much he can unload into us. Praise God. Therefore, he takes his time to unload. Praise God. To download into each and every one of us the truth that we need to grasp and put them into practical use. Jesus is saying, he, when the spirit of truth comes, he shall guide you into all the truth. Praise God. He shall guide you into all the truth. Praise God. So, look at the thing. Last week we said, one of the things that the Holy Spirit does is, Holy Spirit helps us in what? He teaches us all things. Holy Spirit does what? Teaches us all things. Do you know who knows all things? 
know of anyone who knows all things? Only God knows all things. Only God knows all things. The letter of the word all is three letters. A-L-L. Three al alphabets. A-L-L. Praise God. But it is huge. It's big. Only God knows all things. And God who knows all things, he can teach you all things. Praise God. He can teach you what? All things. God can teach us all things. Praise God. Whatever challenges that we are facing in our lives, you can come to him and you can ask to ask him of guidance, direction, insight, foresight that you need because he can teach us all things. For him to teach us all things, he can teach us all things because he knows all things. Praise God. Hallelujah. He knows all things. He knows everything about creation. He knows everything about the universe. He knows everything about the planet. He knows everything about your body. He knows every challenge you are facing. He knows what you are going through. Regardless of what you are going through, God who knows all things can teach you all things. In other words, he can guide you in every aspect of your life and my life. Praise God. Don't just confine God and the spirit of God just to spiritual arenas of our lives. Praise God. Yes, he's the Holy Spirit. He's as much involved in the spiritual welfare of our lives so much he wants to be involved in every intricate details of your life. God is your well-wisher. Praise God. He wants to be involved in every arena of, of your life. He wants us to succeed in every arena of our lives. Praise God. In your choices, he will guide you. Praise God. In your options that you have in life, he will guide you. He will teach you all things and he's able to guide you into all the truth. Second one, from last week, last time's verses from John 14, he will remind us the words of Jesus. Praise God. He will guide you into all the truth. Amen. Remind you the words of Jesus. You know, the writer, the disciples, as they pen down the, 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 the gospel, where do you think they got all this memory praise God when they were walking with Jesus do you think any one of them ever thought that they will be writing the gospels and it will be it will be printed and it will go down from ages to ages no none of them thought about that but the Holy Spirit assisted them to remember everything that Jesus did and everything that Jesus did said amen praise god isn't that beautiful that the holy spirit can remind us about the words of jesus 
on a personal level, on a personal application in our lives, you and I should get ourselves oriented, familiar with the words of Jesus, because the words of Jesus will be instrumental in guiding us into all the truth. When you come to the crossroads of life, when you come to when you are when you're ready to make choices in your life, when you're ready to make decisions in your life, regardless of what it is, whether it is what song to sing in the church for worship or what scripture to take to preach God's word, praise God, or going forward, making decisions in your life, young man, young lady, praise God, as you are making decision concerning your vocation, concerning your profession, concerning your occupation, concerning your spouse, who you're going to live with, Praise God. The words of Jesus or the principles in the word of God. He will remind you when you are ready to make a choice. Praise the Lord. Amen. So you are ready to choose a bride. Young man and young lady. You are ready to choose a, a, a handsome young man. What, are, what would be the words of Jesus or the scripture that will come to your mind. Tell me. Quick. Don't take a whole day. I know half of the churches. This has got nothing to do with us. So we're not going to speak. So let them not speak. You speak. Or they will speak. Yes. Come on. Church. Who said what? Yes. That's what the sister says. You believe it? Ah, oh, thank you, sister. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So what do we do? Okay, the Spirit of God is reminding us. Okay, here it is. You're a young man. You're ready, you know. You're ready to, to propose to this young lady. You're ready to fall on your knees. You never fell down on your knees for anything. You never fell down before the Lord. But it's okay for, you know, the, you know there's, there's always a beginning. And it's, it's going to be... You know, a practice, okay? You fall on your knees and you're this. Before that, the Lord reminds you what? And so what do you do? You shrug it off? What do we do? When the Lord reminds us, what do we do? Ignore him. Tell him, keep quiet. It's my business. It's between me and her. What do we do? Follow through. Who said that? All right, my brother. Somebody who did follow through. Praise God. I told you guys, you know, if you guys keep quiet, somebody else will jump in. Praise God. So he will, what do? Remind us the words of Jesus. See, when you come to a point in life, see, every one of us will go through temptations in our life. How many of you guys have gone through temptations in your life? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, the rest of the people are living some other world. Praise God. You know, the Holy Spirit will remind us the words of Jesus, which will enable us to what? How many of you guys want to go through temptation or to avoid temptation? What would you prefer, avoid or go through? How many of us want to go through? Ah, there he goes. Lead us 
not into temptation. How many of you guys pray that? Most, thank you, sister. Most of the people only start praying when they are in the middle of temptation. Some people don't even know when they are in temptation. They have no clue. All right, absolutely no clue. But it's okay, that's, that's something else. So, let's move on, okay? He will guide us into all the truth. He will remind us the words of Jesus. Why? Because God wants us to live a victorious life. Not a defeated life, victorious life. God wants us to live a victorious life. Praise God. Here, the Bible says, He shall hear of what is spoken in the throne room of God and will make it known unto us. Praise God. Am I making this up or it's written in the word? Chapter 16. How does it go? I'll read it for you because I don't want you to walk out of the system. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he shall show you things to come. So whatsoever he shall hear. The Holy Spirit got the ears. Or in other words. What's spoken in the throne room of God. Praise God. Is spoken into your. It's whispered into your ears. Hello. You believe that? Wow. My God. So when you come into the presence of God, you open, you want to hear that, I'll tell you. You come in the presence of God, open, the, open God's word, start mulling over it, start meditating on it. You will hear the voice of the Spirit speaking into your life. It's not a figment of our imagination. It's not something that's so aloof and distant. Or it's not just simply reserved for just the few elite but it is for everyone. You open God's word. You start reading God's word. You start meditating on it. You just linger in the presence of God. And you will hear the still small voice of the Holy Spirit speaking into your ears. Praise God. He will make his counsel known unto you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, this is linked with the next one that we want to share with you. He gives you a preview into the future. What are we talking about? What preview into the future are we talking about? The next word says, it, it, this is how it goes. He shall, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. How many of you believe that Holy Spirit can give you a preview into the future? Do you believe that Holy Spirit can give you a preview into the future? Yes. Yes. God can tell us, praise God, the Holy Spirit can tell us what's around the corner. Hello. Holy Spirit can tell us what's around the corner. What does it mean? Does that mean that you always just come in the presence of God? Oh, Lord, tell me tomorrow what's going to happen, day after what's going to happen. That's not what we're talking about. Anything that the Lord wants to speak into your life 
concerning your well-being, concerning what matters to you. God can speak to you and direct you because he wants to lead you in the pathway of truth. He wants to lead you in the paths of righteousness. He wants to lead you in the highway of holiness. He wants to lead you in the right path so that you shall reach the destination that he has for you. Nere ulla varil kude nama nadathi ettendeduthu ettikkuvan. Praise God. Namak aalojana paranju therina parishuddhaatmaavini orthu stotram cheyam. Praise God. Aalojanil his great in counsel and mighty in deed. Praise God. God is great in counsel. Praise God. If he's great in counsel and mighty in deed, and you have the Holy Spirit willing to whisper into your ears to give you the counsel that you need to live a life that is pleasing to him so that you can walk in his path, the Holy Spirit will do it for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to practice it. Practice what? Practice what? Practice what? We need to cultivate an ear for God. We have to. We have to cultivate. Church, we have to cultivate listening to God. We are always in such a rush. We want to rush. We want to just finish things. You know, if you are reading the Bible, read the Bible. Finish it in 365 days. Get up in the church and say, I finished it. Praise God. That's good. But don't be in a rush. Praise God. Don't be in a rush. Praise God. Yes, God speaks to us. He wants to speak to us. Praise God. Holy Spirit, as is here in the throne room of God, the question is, does he have my ear and your ear? Does he have access to my ear and your ear? Does he have access? 24-7, if I got my ears filled with so many other things, then I do not have, I'm not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. How is it that we hear the voice of the Spirit? We can hear the voice of the Spirit when we take time when we take time, when we separate ourselves from all the commotions of this world and sit in his presence or simply fine-tune to him. You don't have to be in a posture of sitting all the time. You don't have to be in a posture of kneeling all the time. You could be driving your car. You could be doing so many other things, yet be fine-tuned. To the voice of the Spirit. 
For that we have to feed ourselves constantly with the word of God. Praise God. Immerse ourselves. Saturate ourselves. Praise God. With praise and worship. And what you do is you make yourself conducive to the voice of the spirit. You are connected to him. Your antenna is raised. And now you have a connection with him. So you hear his voice. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, he gives you a preview into the future. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen. Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth. Now this is very important for us to understand. We live in a world where there is not much truth. God is truth. God's word is truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. But on the contrary, there is a foe, there is an enemy. He is known as the father of lies. Who is he? Satan is a father of lies. And there is a web of lies all around us. And through the web of lies, the enemy wants to deceive each and every one of the children of God. Because his mandate is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Deception and lies are his language. And the only way you and I can escape the deception or the lie of the enemy is when we lean and take the assistance of the spirit of truth who is willing and able to lead us into all the truth. For that, we need to orient ourselves with the words of truth so that we can be directed in the path of the truth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Satan wants to make all of us ineffective, unproductive. If you are involved in any kind of ministry, he wants to make us ineffective and unproductive. But what the Holy Spirit does is, Holy Spirit gives us the edge. What does it mean? What does it mean to have an edge? What does it mean to have an edge? You have an edge. I'm sorry? A sharp advantage, not just an advantage. Thank you, sister. A sharp advantage. God, Holy Spirit, wants to give us an edge, an advantage, okay? So what is it that he wants us to have a mind that is able to discern the right from the wrong? See, in the world that we live in, it's very hard to discern what is right, what is wrong. What is truth, what is false. Unless we have the Spirit of God acting within us, we can be swayed into going into the wrong direction. Praise the Lord. Young and old, 
You know, we all need to be aware of it. This is not something just for the young people. All of us can be swayed into something which is wrong, something which is not true. Praise God. You know, people who are involved in doing stuff for the Lord, doing ministry for the Lord, service for the Lord, can get tired of it. And Satan will tell you, you know, why don't you quit? When Satan whispers in your ears, when Satan whispers in your ears to quit, what do you say? What do you tell him back? Huh? What do you tell him? Satan tells you, quit, man. Listen, why sit in the pew? I mean, why sit in the pit? You know? I got a better pit for you. What do you tell him? Tell you to quit. What do you tell him? What do you tell him? Hmm? Nothing. Not today. Not today. That's life. Good. Not today. Not today. All right. You tell him not today. Tomorrow morning you'll be there. He's going to say, how about today? That's only good for today. He's shameless. He's going to keep coming back. So when he tells you to quit, you tell him that I am not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. He ain't going to quit. Praise God. Yes. He will tell you to quit. Call it quits. You say that you are not a quitter. Praise God. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to call it off. I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm going to press in. Praise God. I'm going to press in. I'm going to push forward in my Christian life. I'm not going to allow the enemy to bring me down. When the enemy tells you to stray away from truth, you should say, no, I'm going to abide in the truth. Praise God. Abide in me and let your words abide in you. Praise God. Yes, abide in the one who calls the truth and let the word of truth abide in you. Praise God. Don't fall for his lies. Satan uses different ploys and methods. First of all, how many of you believe that, that Satan can speak to you? You think Satan can speak to us? First thing was the Holy Spirit speaking to us. Can Satan speak to us? How many of you guys have heard Satan speak to you? One, two, three. The only difference is sometimes we don't know that it's him who is speaking. So we need to identify, differentiate between the voice of the spirit of God and the voice of the evil spirit and the voice of our own spirit. We need to, we need to learn to differentiate between the voice of the Holy Spirit, the voice of the evil spirit and the voice of our own spirit. Spirit. Praise God. We need to learn to differentiate this. Praise God. One day Peter got up and he told Jesus, Jesus, I'm not going to let you die. You're not going to the cross. Jesus turned back and the Bible said, Jesus looked at him and said what? Get thee behind me, Peter. No, get thee behind me, Satan, because for a moment, Peter became all emotional 
and allow the, the other spirit to take control of his faculties of speech and speak the very thing that Jesus rebuked. That's why the Bible says the spirit of God is the spirit of love, power, and sound mind. Sound mind. Praise God. We don't want to be instruments in the hands of the enemy, but we want to be instruments in the hands of a righteous, holy God, so that God can unleash his power and his glory through our lives. Quite often, the enemy will come and tell us, hey, listen, why wait? Why wait? And that can happen in any realms of our lives. Don't wait. When the enemy tells you not to wait for the timings of God, for the right timings in our lives, for the right season for our lives, praise God. He's going to tell you, don't wait. Wait is waste. But the Bible says, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagle. They shall run and they shall not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. Listen, when the world says, when the enemy says, don't wait, but press on. Listen, if you are waiting on the Lord, mind you, if you are waiting on the Lord, the Bible says you can muster strength, you can garnish strength, you can take on extra strength that will enable you to move into a next realm, to rise into new heights, to run with Jesus, to walk without becoming, going faint and faltered. Praise Waiting. People tell you, don't wait, don't wait, don't wait. Don't wait for the timings of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's move on. At times, the enemy will come. Hey, you know what? Your trouble is unique. Nobody has ever gone through what you've gone through. So we end up, end up with a sagging spirit. We end up with feeling sorry for ourselves. Feeling self-pity. Because you come to a point where the enemy is telling you, Hey, you know what? Nobody has gone through what you are going through. Nobody understands you. How many of you have gone through something where you felt that nobody understands you? When you feel that nobody understands you, mind you, be alert because enemy is playing on your mind. Praise God. Elijah once thought that there was nobody who was serving God. And when God told him, a man might have been startled. What did God say? There are how many? 7,000, not 7, not 70, not 700, 7,000 that has not bowed down their knees to bow. Wow. So we can feel at times that, you know, I'm the only one who's doing the right thing. How many of you guys have felt that you are the only one who's doing the right thing? 
How many of you guys have felt that you're the only one who's doing the wrong thing? We can. We can. When we go through certain situations in our lives, we might feel that we are the only one who's going through this particular problems in our lives. When that happens, you can pull on the scripture, 1 Corinthians 10.13. Anybody know what's 10.13, 1 Corinthians? Read it out. Quick. 1 Corinthians 10.13. No temptation has overtaken you except that which is common to man. Uh, and God is faithful. So if any one of you is going through a season in your life where you are you're going through a crisis and you are being tempted to do the wrong thing, tempted to venture into the wrong path, Tempted to take things into your own hands. The Bible says, don't ever think what you are going through in your life is so unique that you are the only one who is going through it. The Bible says, no temptation has ever taken you which is not common to man, but God is faithful. God is faithful. And what does faithful God does it for? do for us? Yes, read on. Hmm. He will not let you be tempted oh. beyond what you can bear, beyond what you can take, beyond your capacity, beyond your ability, beyond what you are able to bear. So what is he going to do? But when you are tempted, he will provide a way Tell your neighbor, God is going to provide a way out. God is going to provide a way out. God is going to provide a way out. Praise God. Out of what? Out of whatever you are facing in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Whatever you are facing, God will provide a way out for you. Do you know why God can provide a way out for you? Because he is the way. Praise God. And God is faithful. He will not leave you high and dry. He will not leave you, nor will he forsake you, nor would he abandon you. So cheer up. Praise God. God has a way out for you. Amen. Praise God. So that when the enemy comes with a web of lies telling you to take things into your own hands, to move forward in the strength, in the power of your flesh, praise God. Don't give into it, but lean onto the power of the Holy Spirit and let him lead you in the righteous path. Let him lead you in the pathway of truth. Let him lead you in the highway of holiness. Praise God. If he is leading you, he will make sure that you will reach your destiny. Let's close our eyes. The spirit of truth is in residence in you. He wants to lead you and guide you. 
The Bible says those who are led by the Spirit of God are called the children of God. So if you are the children of God, if you are a child of God, there is a provision for you to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will not lead you into anything false, anything false, anything that's fake. It would not lead you in a pathway that leads to destruction. But he would lead you in the path of right, righteousness. He will lead you in the highway of holiness. He has the ears into the throne room of God. The question is, does he have my ear, your ears, our ears? Do we hear him whisper into our ears? When was the last time you heard the Spirit of God speak to you? Can you recognize the voice of the Spirit? Do you take time to hear of Him, from Him? Praise God. If not, you and I have to cultivate an ear for the voice of the Spirit. Father, we thank you for your word. We pray that we would yield ourselves to the paracletos, the one who is by our side to assist us so that we can lead a victorious life. Lord, as we go with our lives, empower us to do that which is pleasing to you. You can teach us all things and lead us, guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to...